Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the Disney Cast Cast podcast. I am one of your hosts, Faith, and that is Angel right here. What's up, everyone? Hope everyone had a great holiday. We're currently we survived yep, 2020. We did it. Where <laughs> it's uh, everyone's had a great day. Today currently is Saturday, December 32nd. Brother, this guy stinks. No. What a great joke. I haven't heard this one before, right, guys? Hey, at least we didn't hear really any of the, oh, I haven't showered since last oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, those are always like I'll the worst. I'll text you next year, guys. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen you said I haven't seen you in a whole year. I think because everyone's like just trying to, everyone's just trying to fast forward till the till now. Honestly. What's going to happen this I year? I think everyone, like, hopefully just nothing but positive things because I feel like 2020 definitely was the ringer of them all yeah. for a lot of us. Oh, <laughs> the next day there's um, gonna be but today there's gonna be another war wait. next year <laughs> so, I mean, tomorrow we're like it's gonna be a great day guys it's gonna be a great year we said that last year as well yeah i don't know but let's hope for nothing but good things yes let's put that in yeah. the universe and nothing but good vibes manifest that the good ideas whatever may come about will come about and it will be fine <laughs> exactly <laughs> But, um, but today yeah, is actually ahead. a super exciting episode because we're finally talking about Disney Plus. Yes, because last week we were, or whenever, like two weeks ago, we were teasing that we were talking about Disney Plus. I'm yeah. So today I had a little bit of homework. Angel gave me to watch Soul because it just came out a few days ago on Disney Plus, and I was definitely hesitant about it at first just because. It seemed like a real tearjerker, and I'm not the one that likes sad movies whatsoever, but I can thoroughly, like, I I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. It was pretty good, yeah. But we'll talk about that a little bit later, because we'll get into more spoilery stuff later. I don't want everyone to leave yet. Yeah. We can't talk about it now. Everyone's going to leave. <laughs> Speaking of people, we had 18 dislikes. I don't know who any of you guys were. I didn't say anything bad. I, I did. I guess my comments about um, Future World were a little, they stung a little bit people. Yeah, so those 18 people, man. Yikes. We're already, we're already know, starting we're drama. And... We're doing a, uh, a YouTuber <laughs> speed run. We already did the channel, now we're, now we're doing drama. Now we're going to do the apology video. We're definitely new to this. We're learning as we go. But I have a mic this week. Yeah, she, yeah mic. She, she doesn't sound like a robot anymore. She's like, Hi, my name is Faith, and welcome. <laughs> so it's good now. So hopefully that will get more likes, like up, like thumbs up rather than thumbs down. I hope it was just the mic, but we shall see. It's fine. We're already starting drama. I have, I have to do my apology video. Hold on, let me do it. Yeah, it keeps things interesting. Hold on. Sure. <sighs> I'm sorry, everyone. I didn't think I should have made this video, but. I have done wrong, and I'm sorry. I've said things about Epcot that I don't believe that Future Road is great, and I'm sorry. Anyways, um, <laughs> that's why I said I love Epcot. You gotta put that the good vibes out in there, and they come back to you. It's not so. my fault. Whatever. It is your fault. You don't like the. You don't like that part. Actually, I love it. <laughs> right, guys. Right, eighteen dislikes. 
It probably wasn't even for that. It's probably said for something else. Back to this week's topic <laughs> is Disney Plus. <laughs> Steer us right back into the right direction. Um, so Angel, what is your favorite thing about Disney Plus so far? Um, I'm thinking. I don't know. I think the. I guess because we have finally an area we can all watch like Disney related stuff all at once. Because it used to it used to be everywhere. It used to be mm-hmm. just spread out everywhere. And now it can be like, oh, I can watch yeah. Avengers, and I have one place to watch like all those movies at once, which is good. Especially with the, the Pixar movies too. A lot of the Pixar movies are spread out. I can't say anything. I I can't say anything good about the originals yet, like the the, the Disney Plus originals, because there aren't any. There's like two. There's the Mandalorian. They're slowly coming. I think. It's, yeah, I was gonna say. I think it's such a new platform still that they're still trying to figure out like how they want to make themselves different from all the other streaming services that are provided. Like, I actually just saw they're merging with Hulu and stuff now, but they definitely need to make a distinction between them, Netflix, Amazon Prime, because for like a streaming service, Netflix definitely has, I think, the best originals. Yeah. And I think Disney could definitely learn from how Netflix is doing that. And it will just help them grow their streaming services above and beyond all the other ones. Because you already have a diehard Disney community, family, like all that stuff. Diehard. There's 18 dislikers. Diehard. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Um, But if you were to put like original content out... I think it would definitely help the platform astronomically. Yeah, because there is, there is. Just when it first started, I got it when it first started. There wasn't any, there wasn't much. I used it for, I think, about two, three days. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. there isn't anything new and fresh. And I think that's like something that has to be, especially if you like people now, we all have, we all want to see like new stuff all the time. Because I, because I, I am definitely like, oh, go ahead. You're good. Um, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I was saying that. I'll raise my hand the next time. Yeah. But I was saying that we, that it's good to have all these old Disney movies and all that stuff, but it gets too much where I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch Avengers again. I don't want to watch the same like Pixar movies because during, from now, at least until now, that's all it's been. And for the price, it's good, but I think Mm -hmm. having in more stuff rather, like more originals that pop out. Because if you say Disney Plus Originals, besides Soul and The Mandalorian, and I guess Mulan, but there hasn't been anything that's like, oh, have you seen this and that? Because there are there are some really good originals, because if you, I recommend watching The Imagineering Story, that's really good. Especially if you like podcasts and like history and all that stuff, that's really good. But anything that's not like writing home, like Netflix has a lot of stuff like Stranger Things. They have mm-hmm. The Queen's Gambit, well, which is Well, they've been more. around a lot longer. Yeah. So I think it just... I think just comes with time Mm -hmm. um but for me i i love disney plus because it's just such a nostalgic feeling when you're scrolling through and you're finding all these old movies that you grew up with as a kid like all the old princess movies yes they've been redone for like a lot of them have become like the live action ones and stuff like that but i think just being able to have a hold of those older movies that we grew up with watched with our families our siblings like i think that's a really cool feeling just because it gives you a sense of your childhood back again and what i loved mostly about disney plus when i started my own profile off of your account thank you very much oh yes um <laughs> is her, her thing is her her, her icon is a baby yoda and she named it oh yeah Nug. of course yeah 
of course 100% still haven't changed it um what I loved is like all the old tv shows that you had readily available to you too like you had the sweet life of Zach and Cody Hannah Montana and those like for those for me were my nights after school like I looked forward to watching TV and watching those episodes come out new weekly like that was my childhood so having a service that really brings you back into your younger years I think it's I love Disney Plus I don't yeah. think I have no I enjoy of, it I don't too, really yeah. have a lot of bad things to say about it but honestly I think as you said Netflix yes they do offer more but I think it's just going to take time for Disney Plus to really just amp up their game a little bit with creating that new content but I think they'll definitely get there no no problems no yeah, question they have they have an ex that. like late, they have a very exciting like the next couple of years where they're going to keep releasing stuff which is good and i think because yeah a lot of stuff will be released on disney plus rather than theaters because theaters are slowly dying not slowly they're they are dying and that's why there's been a lot it's of, unfortunate like, yeah i love it i miss it i miss the theater experience especially like when like new movies come out like everyone's like everyone's excited mm -hmm. everyone's like bouncing off each other I mean, and yelling just, at each other not yeah like you other, feed but. off of the other people <laughs> you feed off of the other people's energy in the room like i remember i went opening that obviously i went opening night to infinity infinity war and endgame and i think those two were like the most impactful movies and on an audience in a like a live theater thing like you could just tell like when a certain part was coming up you could just feel like the energy in the room it's like holy crap, this is like an intense scene. Like it's a tearjerker and you get like your laugh out loud moments. So I, you definitely miss the atmosphere of going to the movie. I do. I love yeah, going to the no, movies, I even though it, it was insanely expensive, but you do miss it. It's not the same watching it at home. It's not the same effect. Cause I feel like going to a theaters, I, at least for me, was kind of like an event. It was like something to mm -hmm. look forward to. It's like, oh, because I don't really go to the yeah. theaters as much. Because there's like some, sometimes I'm like, I'm not going to go to the movies to watch like whatever, Sharkboy and Lava Girl or something like that. Or like a random movie. I would go if it's like the big, the big exciting movie that's going to come out. And it would be like a big event. Everyone would go. We would save up yeah, for months for the popcorn. We would. Yeah, like you, as soon as they sent, like put out that release date, it was something you looked forward to. Like with all the mar like the whole marvel franchise with the whole star wars franchise like you looked forward to those dates and you're like okay next part is coming out then yeah. like we have so many more months but it's something to look forward to no oh, exactly and, and I, I love every movies related so yeah no i'm a huge movie guy as well and i think with streaming i feel like the whole like every the entire landscape is going to be changed to everything's whole movie now like everything's gonna be oh watch watch Wonder Woman it's gonna be on HBO Max watch Soul it's gonna be on Disney Plus VOD like streaming services and VODs are all especially now because of the pandemic that's really changed everything because like yeah. Santa and Mulan like that I was think, their thing yeah I think that was smart though like when you think about it like releasing Mulan in the in the time that they did release it I think it was a very smart move for Disney Plus because they increased their revenue so much because you had to pay that $30. But when you think about it, if you have a family of like four or five, 
that's still cheaper than going to a movie yeah, theater for it. it is. So, like, yeah, when you have that mindset of it, granted, yes, if you live alone and you're like, oh, I get to spend 30 bucks on a movie, great. Like, yes, that kind of sucks, but it is meant for families and it is, like, something you want to do with other people. So, if you have, like, a Zoom watch party and you all pitch in for, like, Mulan and stuff like that, like, there's ways you can get creative about it. And still make it an event with you staying at home and streaming it at mm-hmm. home. Or you can just wait for, wait like me. Wait till two, three months <laughs> and watch it then. I have I have a big feeling I... that for Black Widow, like we haven't heard much anything about that movie in a while. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that they're just going to put it on there on Disney Plus, similar to how they did with Soul. Yeah, like they didn't really like announce much of it. I, th- I think honestly that's their best bet because once people like you want word to travel by mouth of like their own like watchers and their own like customers so instead of them wasting all this money on advertisements and saying like oh this is what we have coming out just let your customers do that work for you because if they see it oh new on disney plus they're gonna talk to their friends about it they're gonna talk to their families about it they're gonna post about it once they watch it like oh my gosh this was so good like They'll post all the feedback. So if you have that strong of a fan base for your streaming service already, you don't have to waste all that money in advertisements. I think that's what what Netflix does. Because there hasn't been, like, let's say, like, for something that just came out recently, The Queen's Gambit, like, there hasn't been, I haven't seen an advertisement for it. Like, my advertising Mm -hmm. is through people talking about how invested in the show they are. And I think Disney's going to try to do something like, like that as well. Same thing in The Mandalorian. Like everyone, mm-hmm. like that started out. I still haven't watched season two. <laughs> yeah, she she's behind. It's a, it's a good it's a I'm good behind. season though. That's that's been something that's that's kept Disney Plus like afloat, like something that's like a very mm-hmm. like episodic, high quality. And I and I, I think, mean John Favreau is amazing. Yeah, so. he's really good. He's really good. <laughs> you have to expect it. But I think the next like big budget, because besides Mandalorian, there hasn't been a big budget movie, because. I have, have you seen um Godmothered? I have not. No, I've seen I've I saw I saw it. It's kind of like Enchanted. It's kind of like Enchanted in a way. I saw like I saw the trailer of it. Yeah. And it was good. It was like a like a nice holiday wholesome movie. Mhm. But I think in terms of like big big budget, the next one is gonna be WandaVision, and that's gonna be in this month. It's gonna be this month. I'm really, I'm really excited for that. Actually, like I saw a few different like teaser trailers and stuff like that but i just think they're filming it and how like it looks like a throwback sort of like film like mm-hmm. there's so much like about it like the aesthetic of it is just so appealing to me like the retro part of it and i love want i think wanda and vision are amazing like i thought i wish they had bigger roles in the movies because powerful people like they're both powerful characters so you would want to more from them in like the big pictures but i'm glad they got like their own little spinoff i yeah. think it was no i'm excited to see much how needed. it goes <laughs> and it's and it's good like we finally like i'm excited to see how marvel does a show because we've we've seen how dc mm-hmm. does shows and stuff like that dc star wars they've done shows so i'm excited to see how another big but a big budget studio does like a tv show. that's exciting i'm excited for the tv shows like you have the hawkeye show coming out you have loki a lot of characters that just 
they were in the films and yes you know their story but there's still so much more in depth that you can go within those characters that it's just gonna help that franchise grow even more and like the fan base even grow even more yeah no it's because it, i'm a huge loki girl so i'm excited for that <laughs> as long as as long as the hawkeye show doesn't have him with that hair from endgame we'll be good but thor still was done the dirtiest in endgame yeah he definitely was so i can like pass on hawkeye's hair but thor come on he played fortnite he's pretty cool he's pretty epic gamer <laughs> i talking about like shows and originals from disney plus i so far with mandalorian season I, i've watched season one and it was it was slow i thought in my opinion just because like with Star Wars, you're so used to such fast-paced storylines that some episodes, it just kind of felt like they were dragging on. However, I thought they did a really good job with, like, every, like, the atmosphere of the show. Like, I personally liked all the acts that they had on the show. The costuming was amazing. The, like, the signs, all that stuff. It was beautifully done, I think. And it definitely, I don't want to say the aesthetic of it again, but like, yeah, no, I know what you mean. It was just done so beautifully, I think, that like it, you just want to keep watching. Yeah. Like technology, they really tested out with that. The um, they have they have a, an an original, the the gallery. That's interesting. Like where they have the behind the scenes. That's a really good watch too. If you, and I, I recommend need to watch that. that. No. They have that one and they have the Frozen 2 one. And the Frozen 2 one, so it's it's really, um, that's really interesting. That's really interesting because you see how- Oh yeah, learning, like learning what goes into, like how many, how many hours of work from each individual person that works on a project. It's insane when you go behind the scenes of just like the blood, sweat, and tears that literally gets poured into these films and TV shows and all that stuff. And it's crazy. Like you can be like, oh, like this song was really good. And like watching the gallery- like the Frozen 2 gallery, you can see like, oh, like Show Yourself was so last minute, but it's such a pivotal song. It's crazy. Like how, yeah. how much work they did and how little time they had too, like to pull off all that stuff. And it was crazy. Yeah. Okay. I was just going to say, I remember because my aunt works for Disney and she works on movies and all that stuff. So I always remember her saying like how crazy of days she would spend in her office, like hours at a time, like just looking at a screen to get a movie to where it should be. Like, I don't think so like so many people don't realize so much work and effort gets poured into these things and people are so easily like they so easily criticize these I think they're masterpieces honestly like even if you like the plot of the movie or not like the animation and the intricate detail that goes into literally every little thing in the scenes and the characters in every little aspect you have to give it props regardless yeah. if you like the movie or TV show or not. No, like they they really flex their muscle, which we'll, which we'll talk about that stuff as well, especially in Soul, because Soul really, really outdid themselves and stuff. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Soul, it did come out. Soul. <laughs> <laughs> I need a transition. I don't have I don't have any sponsors to be like. Uh, speaking of, this is uh this is sponsored by Audible. Speaking of Audible, Chicken Noodle Soup for the Soul. I wish. Oh Soul just came out on Disney Plus, but that just came yeah, out. Yeah, so Christmas. that was my home. Yeah, this was her homework. She hasn't seen it. I saw it when it first came out. I just wanted because I I had a lot of expectations just because it was a it was mm -hmm. a Pixar movie that wasn't a sequel and that had a different it, it just felt different. It was built different as what some people say. Yeah, I so at first I was definitely hesitant. Like I 
had mentioned to you earlier, I was hesitant to watch it just because I don't love sad movies. Like, I'm not ever the one that's like, oh, let's watch this movie so I can cry. Like, I, <laughs> and Disney does that sometimes too, definitely. Like, up, oh, bawled my eyes out in the first 10 minutes of the movie. Like, there, I was nervous and hesitant that it was just going to be such, like, kind of a darker movie in mm -hmm. a sense. But after watching it, I genuinely enjoyed it. Like, it definitely makes you think about life and it makes you think about how you're spending your day to day and like what you want your purpose in life to be because they talk a lot about passion and what drives you day to day and i think even just the powerful scenes in the movie it was so small yet it hit me the most is when this isn't really a spoiler it's just when like no we can go we can go with the spoilers it's fine because you're like getting into it i was like wait do we start do we do we have a spoiler running so uh <laughs> spoiler warning i guess he dies um it's like Oh my gosh. Well, it's like when they're sitting on the subway and they're kind of just, they did like a panoramic shot of like the subway and how everyone is just either on their phone in a bad mood. Like you can just tell like the life has been sucked out of these characters. And I think that's definitely the scene that just hit me the most because there's so many days in our lives that I feel like a lot of us are just kind of on autopilot and we're not really paying attention to what we're doing. Like set like minutes minute so it definitely is a movie that makes you think about how you're spending your day-to-day -day lives and how you don't want to waste away your time doing stuff that doesn't bring genuine joy to you yeah and i think i think that it was cool it was interesting to have a message like that mm -hmm. it was it, it felt very more adultish which could, which is a good thing yeah. it's it's cool to see like especially like this company that's more geared towards children kids and all that stuff to have have a more mature because pixar always has mature tones but it still has a very mm -hmm. like kid like the, the movies are still very kid oriented but this one felt mm -hmm. more like it felt more mature especially with the, with the message and, and a lot of it a lot of it felt very mature and that's because i think because we had a pro we had someone that was on the older side joe was very he was like someone in, in his like 30s just like going through like a mini midlife crisis and having stuff like that. I definitely think he was older than 30. I don't know how old he is. There's someone probably knows. I don't know. Someone's like, actually, he's um, he's 25. And I think... <laughs> no, I... Oh, go ahead. But I think the trailer didn't do its justice. If, if you've seen the trailer, it doesn't really show, like, what the movie is about. Like, the trailer just seemed like it was going to be... It was just going to be how... He was just going to be in the soul area... Like in his soul form for a big majority of the movie, and that that actually caused a lot of controversy. Mm -hmm. People thought it was gonna be like Princess and the Frog, and I'm glad I'm glad it wasn't like that. Yeah. I'm glad we got to see like yeah, how I... how New York was and all that stuff, and it was cool to see. Like, and we'll we'll talk about the animation in a I second. I think they did. A, I think story wise, like you said, the trailer doesn't match up with how the movie actually is, and I think that's a good thing. Because the trailer is what kind of threw me off and was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to watch this. Like, I don't know if this is a movie for me. But then when you kept saying like, oh, watch it, watch it, watch it. Like, trust me. And I'm like, okay. So after watching it, like, I'm glad I did. And it definitely makes you think about life and the bigger meaning of life and what you are doing. 
not just because it's not just because he, he like dies and like it's stuff like that but he like the obstacles that he faces the life decisions he makes about his career his life choices it shows his mother and son relationship how he treats his day-to-day -day people like his hairdresser and like it's just little things like that that it pays attention to your human connection with other people regard not just yourself so you're making connections with everyone you meet on a day-to-day -day basis so i don't know i feel like i'm babbling but i don't know yeah, there's just babbling. so much to say about this movie and that's good i think that's amazing there's having so like having a discussion it's great especially now because i feel like disney has had a track record that there weren't a lot of movies that had that weren't memorable because like have, like mm -hmm. let's say like oh you remember watching onward and everyone's like man it was okay and that's it. Like they they watch it and they dropped it and like it's whatever. So like, I loved Onward. No, I liked it too, but there wasn't like no it it was just there. And like a lot of the movies yeah. are like that too. Like do you remember Nutcracker? I didn't watch Nutcracker. Yeah, actually. I don't think anyone else did either. Like the that <laughs> and that just came out like I think two years ago. And I think that, that had yeah, like Disney has a lot of, like that issue where like the same thing like like with Ralph breaks the internet, no one's really talked about it. They saw it and then they dropped it. And I feel like that and I feel like that makes. I would rather have a movie like be horrendously bad if it has someone like at least talk about it. Cause a movie can be a movie can be all right. Like Ralph breaks the like Wreck It Ralph two, it was okay. But that's it. We like I didn't. That's it. I saw the movie and I left. And then that's it. It made money. I think the, I think the thing to point out the most about Soul is it left an impact on you after you watch it. Yeah. And that's something that like you were saying kind of has lacked in the past few years of Disney and stuff. So I think because we're getting to a time in our lives where there are issues that the world is dealing with and they're not going away and we can't ignore them. So I think it's a good way to kind of infiltrate those into the media that our younger generations are watching because it sparks up those conversations. It sparks up those ideas that everyone is the same at the end of the day. And it has those important conversations of like how life is different for everyone like i think a really important scene in the movie is the hairdresser scene where he goes to discuss like his hardships that he had like i think he he like in the navy or like military yeah he was in the navy and then, yeah like he was in the navy and then he was having issues coming up with money for his daughter that was dealing with medical things and then he went to barber school because it was cheaper and stuff like that so i think even just those subtle like plot lines in the movie it makes you think about like wow this is something that is someone is dealing with in real life and it is something that should be talked about is those hardships and how life isn't always rainbows and butterflies and i think sold it a good job of kind of showing both sides to that in yeah. a very balanced manner and, it, and it, it was it was cool to see just like just like living just a normal like day like people just talking especially like, mm -hmm. like we can talk about the barbershop scene that was really cool like everyone was just chilling it was great like you saw like the the the, 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 the what's his name david Diggs. that he was a character there so it was mm -hmm. cool to see him and all that stuff and that and I, it was I a good a scene Diggs yeah Diggs and then it got and then it got sucked up like it was get out like he was like trapped in the void i know oh my gosh i literally was thinking that when i was watching and i'm like this is just like get out like <laughs> But it was good, and then like I guess we can talk about the animation now. And the animation, I think, this has been Pixar's best because I think they, mm -hmm. like with Coco. Coco is really good. Coco, 
like especially like landscape wise it was really good and Toy Story 4 too Toy Story mm -hmm. 4 I think they flexed their muscles cinematically showing a lot of those like cinematic shots but it wasn't really anything like abstract or like super creative but I think with Soul Soul they were like alright it's time like we have to like flex they they went all out they they, they bench pressed 250 and they were like alright we're doing it Cause like they they did everything like they like especially that scene where he first falls like from the from the um mm -hmm. like from the the treadmill or whatever it's called like down there like scene where it just shows all the the quick changes of animation where he falls into the into the great before was really cool like I was like what the heck and it really reminded me of the scene in Inside Out that scene in Inside Out where they I was gonna say yeah the, I think the facial features of the characters within Soul mimicked a lot of what the inside out characters looked mm -hmm. like it was a very similar animation it was just kind of like picked up a few notches um but as you were saying yeah it was just i think it was beautifully done yeah it was really cool i, I like the designs of everyone like the jerry's the jerry's and terry was really cool like seeing like how like it was it was it, i, I want to learn how that goes like they were like flipping their arms and all that stuff it was really cool yeah it's very abstracty like yeah, you were saying it was really abstracty it made you think of like a painting that we look at in school or something yeah. like that. Yeah, no, like, had like, oh, especially like see? Jerry, like the the first Jerry we see, like she had a very like, like the logo of Mac. Like you know, like the logo of Mac had like the thing. It it, it really reminded me of that. I, and, like some Picasso vibes too. Yeah, I loved, I think what I loved about like the animation and all that stuff the most were the aerial shots of New York City how it was showing like Central Park and then the city skyline, the busy streets. It looked like a real shot of Yeah, New York. it was crazy. Like if you told me that was animation, if you put like a real shot and then the animated shot, you probably couldn't even tell the difference. No. Like that's how yeah. good that animation was. Especially like that, the scene where he's having his, um, we're going full spoilers. If you haven't seen, the, we already spoiled the whole movie. But if you, like the, the scene where he's having his epiphany, yeah, like where he's, morning. yeah. Where, where he's having his epiphany, like when he's, when, when he, like when the, her, him and 22 split up that scene, like where it has like the aerial shot of New York, like that, it, it looks real. And it was crazy, like mm -hmm. how, how far everything's come. Now, like I said, this, I think this is, has been Pixar's best animation wise. It's been their best, like cinematically and like creatively as well, because this is where they really went off creatively. And the music was really cool too. No, I, I really, agree. I really enjoyed the music. Like I, I like, I like how the different. That's one like... thing I wish they had more. I really wish they had more music, just because it is such, it's such a vibe. Like jazz music, just makes you happy. I think, and it shows. Like I like the part where it shows like him and his dad. It like shows back to where he first went to the jazz club for the first time. I love that scene because it really does show. The dad expresses how it showed. Oh, this was a part of. American culture that we contributed to. So I liked that little snippet of showing like, hey, this is what we've given to this culture because mm -hmm. you look back and I don't think it really gets the credit uh, that it should because jazz music is huge. Like, yes, granted you don't hear it on a radio station all day, every day, but it has such like a powerful message behind it. And I think just having that little anecdote of the father and son moment of where he really does find his passion for life in life i think that was just a really powerful scene as well yeah no uh, the soundtrack was really good i liked how like in when you're and when you're on like they have those earth scenes like they like it was filled of jazz and all that stuff but when they were in the great before like that's where like they were it had like a very 
Tomorrowland, like tomorrow, like the Tomorrowland music. Mm-hmm. It felt like that. Yeah. I I felt like it was like a Tomorrowland, like futuristic, so like music, and it was good. Kind of gave me like elevator music vibes. Like, yeah. Flow-wise, what would you rate it? What would your overall rate? Overall, what would your overall rating be? I would say like an eight and a half. Eight and a half. It was good. Okay, you scored it higher than me. Yeah. I'd give it like a seven out of ten. Of course, like I feel like with flaw, like I don't know, like what inherent like is a big flaw in the movie because i've seen it i think about like three times because i saw it with my family mm-hmm. and i think i don't know like i could be like oh the art style is so gross it's not like but that was that's what they were <laughs> going for because there's sometimes where some of the characters are like oh good but like that's, yeah that's what they were going for i think it, it, it really matches like with how like new york is like how like urban i can't be like i sound like it can be like oh this is urban but like it reminds me of like those like those caricatures it's like that street style yeah. sort of thing that's what i mean like the street vibe because it reminds me of like those caricatures that you get like the, at the parks they have it at the parks too like they have it at new york boardwalks mm-hmm. of like those those yeah. characters with the giant faces and it reminded me of that and it, and it and i feel like it's a lot more unique as well and especially with like stuff from like walt disney studios like frozen tangled like that has like they all look the same a lot of the princes do look the same. They're kind of like that cookie cutter sort of movie. Yeah. Where but I, I like that art style as well. Change it up a little. But I think this one had a lot more. It's a lot more unique. It's like, oh, this is more. It stands out. I can't think of like what what like what was bad. I think for me, because I rated it a seven out of ten, it would just be because, yes, it had a lot of important messages, and I think they did a good job about that, but. I felt like they could have talked about maybe more of the music, more of the culture behind the music, because I think that was a huge part. Music was 90% of the movie. Like what, that was what his livelihood was about. So I think they could have done a little bit more with just giving like the background of that and the background of what, like they showed little parts with him and his dad. And I know that's why like music meant so much to him because of his father figure but i think they could have talked about that a little bit more just because that is another vital topic that sort of lacks in movies is kind of like that father-son relationship especially in like different communities and stuff like that i think it's just something that should have been talked about a little bit more but other than that like it's nothing like huge for me it's just like little things here or there no yeah like i said animation we're all our own critics but i definitely think to get the ball rolling with their originals for the movies and stuff that disney plus is gonna be slowly releasing i think it was a good start yeah this was a this was a really good idea to to put it on disney especially for christmas because we knew like we all know we were gonna be stuck inside for christmas so it was good to have like mm-hmm. something to watch like oh this is new we can watch this on disney plus and all that stuff and i yeah. know and i know hbo max had wonder woman which i saw as well and i, I thought it was okay I thought I was alright. Wonder Woman. I'm not a DC girl. Marvel all the way. Yeah. I just watch, I just like movies. I just watch any type of movie. Like, I'm a huge movie person. Especially, mm-hmm. like, I, I always want to see, like, how each streaming service is, like, competing with each other. It's so cool to see, like, oh, HBO Max, we're going to release Wonder Woman and we're going to put this there. We're going to do, like, a movie. Uh, we're going to, because with their thing, they're, with HBO Max, they're going to have, they're going to put their movies on, the, on their service while also being the, in the theaters. Like, during yeah. their which is interesting it's really interesting to see how they're fighting the whole drought of the movie theaters and stuff i mean like you said they're kind of slowly dying it's sad but it's just sort of a thing in the past now like 
There's so many, I think there's so many theaters like by us that aren't even open right now. Yeah. You go to make, like there's two open, like the one in Springs and then the one in City Walk. Like those are literally the only two I know that are, I, <laughs> that yeah, are I think open so. at the moment. I just miss the popcorn. Like, I, we, like but, when I was at the parks, yeah. we would just smell the popcorn. I'm like, oh, this is good. I just miss, I miss getting those huge ices. Oh yeah. For like $8. <laughs> Did you, I, what I do, what I do, I get popcorn. And then I also get like the uh, the crunch, the little crunch bites, and you mix mm -hmm. those together, and that's really good. Oh yeah, it's like the sweet and salty sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. that's so good. I could do it here, but I would it's sneak not. In it's not candy the same. From the dollar tree. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sneak in candy. I'm not gonna pay four dollars for a box of Sour Patch Kids. Like that's so stupid to me. No, it is. But the reason they do that is because that's how they get their money. That's how theaters get. <laughs> that's how they get their revenue. Because well, yeah. studios take so much from them. But. I'd rather just sneak in my dollar yeah. for candy. So. No, me too. I, but that, yeah, that was our that was our little review of Soul. Like I, we we recommend it. It was really good. And I think a thing that's gonna hurt them the most is how mature the message is, especially for kids. Like it's gonna be kind of hard mm -hmm. for kids to to engage with it. But my thing with that is then, say the kids are watching it with their parents. The parents are gonna get the message. So hopefully afterwards, not that you're going to do like a re movie review with your kids, but you you should reflect on it with them. Like, so what did you think about that? Because then it sparks up that conversation between you and your you and your kids about yeah. a deeper message that you wouldn't necessarily maybe think to talk to them about. But it Disney's kind of helping spark that conversation, mm -hmm. I think. With They're like, Mommy, how, do I, I die? What happens when I die, Mom? <laughs> They're like, oh, no. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> And I think with past with past movies, like with Coco, like their message of like family is important, that's easier for kids to digest. I just know, like this message is a lot more mature than the than the past movies that they had. And I think I think that's good. I think that was a great thing. Cause with Onward, their message was really good too, like how like family is important, stuff like that. Especially like the brother bond movie. Not brother yeah. bear, but brother bond. No, yeah. I, 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 but I'm excited no, to see I, how what, I, what what they have next, yeah. like Pixar. Like you said earlier, Pixar has definitely done a better job, I think, with those deeper topics. So hopefully it just continues on from here and they learn that it's okay to make movies with those deeper topics because it does spark that conversation, but it does it in more of a lighthearted way rather than it's just kind of shoving it all in your face like, hey, this is life. Like, yes, it sucks at times, but here you go. Yeah. But they do it in a way that makes you laugh. It makes you cry happy tears. It makes you think in ways that you wouldn't have thought about before. So, yeah, and I'm glad they're doing like actual, like they're doing original stories and all that stuff. Cause that, like the past few, like not before, like pre Coco, like where they had only, when they had only sequels, that was rough. I think that was rough. Yeah, I definitely think like the creative departments are slowly stepping up just because. There's always comments like, oh, everything's already been done. But I don't think so. There's always new stories yeah. out there. It's just a matter of listening to those people who have those stories. Because you could have like a very well-known person come up with something that's so similar to another movie. Yet you have this underground writer that is trying to pitch this idea, but no one's listening to them. But it could be an amazing idea. So I think they definitely just have to like mix up their pool of writers and creative people that help get those ideas flowing rather than it just being like, oh, let's make Toy Story 5, Incredibles 3. Like, 
granted, yes, like you will always have people that love those sequels and, and all it's, that it's, stuff. It's money makers too. They, yeah, they love like the originality of the first ones, but then the storylines like they just get drawn out. I thought so. I thought you were gonna say they love money. <laughs> They do. Well, they do. Like, because they do. They obviously do. I like Toy Story Four. Oh, Toy Story Four. It's such a debate. I liked it. I didn't think it was bad. Mm-hmm. I liked the I liked the message for what it was, and the animation was really good too. Especially like the scenes, like when there was just like the people scenes, and the scenes like the scene with um, like when it was raining at the beginning. That was really cool. Like seeing how it was raining. It's crazy just when like you put like side to side like Toy Story One versus Toy Story Four. Yeah. And how. Granted, yes, it was like 10 plus years or something like that, but it's crazy how much things have changed and you it's, can yeah. see them so That's it. Yeah, that was our, our little overview of Disney Plus, our review of Soul, spoilers and all. And I think I think that was our little basis <laughs> of the of the episode of the show today. Of the episode. I definitely do enjoy Disney Plus and I think it is a service that's just gonna go up from here mm-hmm. as we as we've seen in the past few months with how Disney Plus has added stuff occasion like sporadically, not really with any given dates, without any set schedule. I think it's only gonna go up from here. I think they're only gonna gain viewers. They're gonna gain those customers. They're gonna gain price. They're gonna increase the price. Please, why? Yeah. Come on. Obviously they're going to. If their competitors are more, yeah. they can definitely Netflix get away is like with twenty bucks price. now. If you have like the family one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't want them to increase price, yeah. please. But <laughs> Obviously not. This year's going to be good. Oh, I want to pay more. <laughs> like, they're, they're going to have WandaVision. WandaVision comes out, I think, two, three weeks from now. Um, Winter so- uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier come out in, I think, two, mm-hmm. a few months. I'm excited for that one, yeah. too. I just want to, I just, I'm excited to see more stuff. And I hope they do more documentary type things, too. Like, the, the Imagineering mm-hmm. story was really good. Like, I enjoyed that one thoroughly. Yeah, because people love seeing like behind the scenes of the magic like i think that's more for like your older viewers of disney plus but then that gives you a wider audience like you're kind of appealing to all different ages on this one platform so i think that's very smart for them to do something like that and put those documentary type shows in yeah people eat that stuff up like i, on, I, tiger I haven't king? seen Are you kidding me oh yeah tiger king was good <laughs> tiger king um i don't know what else they did yeah the fire festival one was really funny and that wasn't that was really good too um another documentary thing on netflix was like the ted bundy stuff like yeah. people love those types of shows because it's informative it's topics that they they want to know more about and it's more like i feel like sometimes people are like oh i don't watch a lot of tv because it's not great but like i feel like if you watch like a documentary you're like Smart. I'm watching something that's teaching me yeah. stuff. Yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> so they think differently. I'm yeah. learning the stage of murder, guys. <laughs> I think that's it, though. I think we're good. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what we're talking about. We talk about murder, true crime. Oh, I love true crime. But anyways, like Angel was saying earlier, before I cut him off again, the basis of the show is just kind of talking about all things Disney. Like we said in episode one, reach out to us if you want to be a part of this. We do have a few episodes coming up with different friends that we're excited to have on the show. It's still kind of crazy with everyone's schedule because the holidays just ended, the new year just started. But definitely we'll you'll be seeing new faces hopefully by next episode, which is super exciting. Yeah. Yes. But like I said, yeah, like we just said, if you just message us if you wanna have if you have any ideas or anything like that, comment below. Don't dislike 
please. I was gonna say, hopefully don't dislike. Watch us get like 20 dislikes on oh, this one. Oh no. I have to do another apology video. <laughs> nope, we're speaking goodness into- We're speaking goodness into the atmosphere. It's gonna be great. Into the atmosphere. The Here. Podcast. Spray. There you go. Bye. <laughs> get the Febreze. But thank but you for thank listening. You guys yeah. For watching and listening. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But yeah, thank you for listening. I hope, like I said, the people who listened all the way, thank you. Leave us comments, likes, all that. Make sure you share it. We're trying to, we're trying to branch out our stuff. If you have people in your family who enjoy yeah. the Disney type stuff, and especially like, and especially in a, in a, what is it like? The, what are we like? Gen X, the cool Gen X kids, the TikTokers. I don't know. We're Gen Z. That's Gen Zers. We have TikTok. But if you want to do that, share. Really Go ahead and share. We're always happy. We always appreciate that stuff. But this has been Angel, my lovely co-host, Faith. We hope everyone has a great day. Or whenever you listen to. Great weekend. If it is the weekend for you. All right. All right. Well, adios, guys. Yeah. Adios.